Hello and welcome to this ISIS Energy podcast. This week we'll be looking at hedging at utility. So hedging is where companies either buy or sell their power um, or other commodities ahead in order to minimise risk. Um, so this is quite important in energy markets because it can show, firstly, where where companies think prices can go in the future, um, and it also shows how much demand there is likely to be in the future if, if that has either been bought or sold now. My name is Ben Lee, I look at energy markets at ISIS, and here with me today is my colleague Matt Jones. Um, so thanks for joining us, Matt. Um, you've been looking at uh, hedging at utilities recently over Q1 in particular. Uh, could you tell us a bit about what sort of trends or patterns we saw there? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ben. Um, if you look at the quarterly releases during the first quarter of the year, uh, what you see is that some of the main European utilities increased their year plus two hedging in comparison to the first quarter of 2015. Uh, RWE and uh, E.ON, the two big German Utilities increased by the, the greatest amount with 20% year on year, uh, although some of the other uh, big utilities in Europe also increased their year plus two hedging. Okay, so uh, what, were the some, uh, what were some of the reasons behind um, that increase there? Well, what it might mean when you see increased hedging is that they're more pessimistic about the future direction of profit margins in the first quarter of this year than they were 12 months previously, since by hedging what you're doing is locking in that profit margin for the first quarter rather than waiting for uh, any of the later quarters in the year to hedge. I see. Well, I guess over the, the last year and a half we've seen a, a drastic drop in power prices and other commodity prices too. Um, does this mean that uh, companies aren't too optimistic on the future? I mean, what can we expect with hedging rates going forward? Um, it's very difficult to predict at the moment because it depends on what each company thinks about profit margins going forward. Um, so we've certainly seen an increase in power prices during the second quarter, but um, you have to look at power prices in relation to carbon and gas and coal prices. Well, mentioning those commodities there, Matt, I mean, power prices... Uh, coal, carbon prices, um, those are things and the relationship between them which can be captured uh, in an indicator called clean dark spreads, um, which measures the, the prof- profitability of coal-fired plants. So what have we seen there over Q1? Okay. Um, what we've seen is that they're still quite low, but they're in positive territory. So the average uh, clean dark spread in Germany, which is the most important market for most of the utilities that we're talking about here, uh, was around... Uh, 3.75 euros per megawatt hour, which is lower than 12 months previously and historically quite low, but is still profitable. If you compare that to the clean spark spreads for gas fire generation, um, they're deeply negative at the moment. So there's no incentive for for companies with gas plants in Germany to to hedge forward that production when you you have such poor poor margin. Okay, so I guess that's one power plant profit indicator which plants will be looking at going forward to decide on hedging strategy. Um, we're talking about conventional fossil fuel fire generation there. Um, how does renewables fit into this hedging picture or wider picture? Sure. So one of the things that's been reported to us recently is that there are concerns that as more renewables are connected to the grid, um, the erratic renewable forecasts that come up for that make people concerned about short-term pricing. Uh, And that could lead companies to trading more on the curve than on the prompt because they can be more certain about the the prices that they're going to get. 
Certainly if you look at the three biggest markets in Europe of Germany, the UK and France, what we've seen so far in the first five months of the year is that year-on-year liquidity on the curve has increased while liquidity on the prompt has gone down and renewables seems to be uh, partly responsible for that. Okay, I see. So um, just bring those few factors together then, so renewables, um, clean dark spreads and overall power prices um, and how they might develop going forward. How does uh, the market see hedging developments going forward in the future? Well, it's very difficult to say at the moment because no one seems too certain on where power prices are going and where coal uh, carbon prices as well. So in the last two months, we've seen an increase in power prices. That's largely been driven by an increase in oil. Um, Last week, it reached uh, coming close to $53 uh, per barrel, uh, which is the highest it's been for eight months. Uh, but we've immediately seen oil prices come back down again. I mean, part of the reason for that is that you've got a lot of shale producers in the United States who have fracked wells but haven't completed them, and now oil prices are over $50 a barrel. There's potentially incentive to go back and complete those wells, which will bring more production onto the market. Um, the Baker Hughes rig counts increased for the last two weeks, um, and people are concerned that that might happen. So. Uh, I don't think too many people are suggesting that oil prices are going to continue to, to lift the power curve in the next couple of months by a, a huge margin. Okay. Um, just to summarise then, um, it looks like there's a bit of an uncertain future about he- how hedging strategies are going to develop at this point. Um, I guess it'll be worth looking out for company results for Q2, which come out in mostly around, well, later this summer, um, to give us a bit more idea about what's happening there. Um, Thanks for listening to this podcast, and if you'd like more detail, uh, please go to isis.com. Thank you. Bye.